0: Bloom. I'm Victoria LeBlanc, your host, and this podcast was created to empower women to love themselves unconditionally, transform their mindsets, and discover their own inner bliss. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my experience with feelings of loneliness and really how these dark emotions sprang about and how I was able to shift those feelings and see the light at the end of the tunnel, really step into feeling like I am supported by those around me, really expanding my network and not allowing those feelings of loneliness to stop me in my tracks. First, I wanna just dive into the three types of loneliness that people can experience according to Brene Brown. The three types are intimate slash emotional. The next type is relational slash social. The last is collective. When you experience intimate slash emotional loneliness, this is the need to have a close partner to share your private ideas or feelings with. So, The next type is relational slash social. This is the need for quality friendships and support to really have those people who are going to have your back no matter what. And then the last is collective. Collective is that need for a network or group to share your purpose. Now, according to Brene Brown, any of these can trigger your feelings of loneliness. So you can have a awesome friend group, have people that you lean on and can call at any moment at the time of day and say, hey, do you wanna hang out? But still feel lonely and still feel alone because you don't have somebody to tell your deepest fears with. You don't have somebody you trust enough to share and be vulnerable and let it out all on the line and be your, be your whole self with another person. So you keep it to yourself. Another way that this can happen is you could also have a trusted partner and in your life, but you don't feel like the collective shares your sense of purpose and feel lonely in that sense. For me, I experienced relational slash social slash, yeah, that's a tongue twister, relational slash social loneliness, because During these months that I felt lonely, I had Cooper. I had a close partner, which was Cooper, to share my feelings with, to share those dark emotions or fears that I was experiencing on the inside and voice them out to somebody who I trusted on the outside and kind of get those feelings out of my chest and When you share something really vulnerable to somebody and they might relate to it back, they might tell you, oh, I remember that time when I was feeling that way too. And then when you realize that somebody else has experienced similar, if not really close to what you are going through, that makes you feel less lonely. Because when you feel like The only person in the room or the only person in the world who is going through something like that, that in itself can be really isolating and can make you feel like you are alone in it, in your journey of life. What happened and how these feelings started to come about is I transitioned from working in person to working online. I was a VIP kid teacher. I taught I taught students who lived in China the English language for a little while, and then when that company shut down, I transitioned into another online company, and I worked for Sylvan Learning Center. I tutored students who were looking for more confidence in their math skills, so during the school day, they had a little slot of time where they got on the computer and they were able to log in onto Zoom and we had a little platform that we used where I shared my screen and I would take them through the tutoring session. Now, yeah, I am interacting in a sense with a student throughout the day, but it's virtual, right? And You can't really have a good sense of somebody else's energy or just the way that they show up. Now, I worked for this company for about three to six months, probably more on the lungs of six, and I started to feel those feelings of loneliness probably by month two. So, I felt extremely isolated and was working from home all day long in front of a computer. Now, I did have moments of free time when I wasn't tutoring. And when I had those moments of free time, I went straight to the computer and was working on my business, on my coaching business. And eventually what that led to was burnout. And on top of the feelings of loneliness that I was feeling, I was also feeling extremely exhausted. at my energy, th- there was just no more energy to give really. And I started to feel really hopeless, which triggered my feelings of depression again, which I moved myself out of for a while, but I started to notice, I would get sad like all all of the time. And the only interactions that I really had was Cooper, right? I had that close partner, when he came home for work, From work, I had somebody to talk to. That was him. He was my go-to person. He was my only person, though, that I had to talk to. And besides my bunnies, I mean, I did have my bunnies, and I love them with all my heart and all my soul, but they are not human. We humans, even though it may be hard to admit, we do need others. We need that connection those deep, meaningful connections with others to make us, to make our hearts feel connected, to make our hearts open. When you feel like you are supported by others, your heart chakra blossoms. You don't feel like the only little raindrop in a big, huge ocean, right? We are all in this together. We are a collective and we are all going through Life, this journey we call life together, our experiences might be different, right? And our paths may end up looking different, but we all have bones. We all have blood and yeah, there might be some differences on the outside, but on the inside, we are made up of pretty much the same elements, the same components, And what we all crave in this world, one thing besides love, besides nourishment, is connection. Connection is what keeps us going, right? And when I didn't have that, I didn't really have a friendship circle to lean on. I I mean, I was lacking that social support from other women. One thing that I noticed was this fear that kept coming up because, yeah, I mean, I could have changed that situation. I could have said, oh, I'm going to be working in person instead of online, but I didn't. I continued to work online even when I was feeling so isolated and so alone. During COVID, we were quarantined at times, right? Some people, they had to be quarantined because they didn't want their family to get sick, not have any social contact with anybody else. Now, in that sense, I felt like the key was outside of the door. And once you were not contagious, then that person can go open it. You can't just open it whenever you felt like it. But in my case, the key was always inside, but I just never opened the door. I chose that lifestyle and when I was reflecting back on that why did I choose to do this there were so many opportunities available for myself I have driven anywhere else during that free time maybe to a coffee shop or to the park or to a yoga studio try out a new yoga studio and I just never took those chances I never said yes to the unknown during that time because I think I fear that if I was rejected by somebody else, then those feelings of loneliness, which were on a really high level at the time, would even go higher and increase. And I was really fearful of of how that would change things. I was fearful of how much darker the world would become through my lens if that happened. And staying inside was a form of protection for myself. I thought, well, if I didn't give myself the opportunity to be rejected by other people, then I would just keep myself in this bubble, keep myself in this little shell. And if I kept myself indoors, nobody could hurt me. But in reality, I was hurting myself because I continued to allow the loneliness to be there. Because At any moment, really, like I said before, I could have taken those opportunities from the outside world. There could be many people out on the walks that I could have a little, even just a minute conversation with. And that would probably settle those feelings of loneliness that I was feeling on the inside, but I just continued to be in that state of mind where I was fearful of the world. I really did take on that fear. This doesn't mean that every single person who works from home is going to feel alone. Everybody is going to experience literally the same things differently. I'm gonna have a different outlook, I'm gonna have a different experience based on my past experience, based on my present mindset, based on my present beliefs that I have. I'm definitely not pointing a finger at online jobs because they come with their perks. You can wake up and throw on a shirt and be in your pajama pants and be good and say, I'm ready for work. You don't have to commute. Have some extra time on your hands in the morning because you don't have to drive to your work. I mean, there are plenty of pros that I have thought of from working from home. The non-negotiable for me was that I really was going down the rabbit hole of isolation and I was scared that I was never going to get out of that. I didn't think that working from home was serving me any longer, so that's why I transitioned into working in person again. I want to now dive into how you can navigate through these feelings of loneliness and get yourself out. Really feel like there is An abundant amount of support out there for you. Just so many possibilities to make new friends, to meet new people, to expand your network, right? So, in terms of the intimate/slash emotional, if you feel like you are lonely in terms of that category, you feel like there's no close partner or that one go-to person, like your person to go to when You want to just vent and get it all out and let everything off your chest and share your deepest secrets with, share your fears, share your feelings, and be really vulnerable with them. If you feel like you don't have that person, what I would suggest is to first be honest with yourself, right? Because if you yourself aren't expressing your emotions and Really being vulnerable with yourself. How can you be vulnerable with other people? How can you have that close? Person who you are fully honest with if you aren't fully honest with yourself So I think with that it takes practice and you can do this with yourself so this can be in the form of a journal and writing down your your dreams your fears really discovering, it's a self-discovery process of who you are, who you are not, who you want to strive to be, and who you see yourself as 10 years down the line. And maybe even be vulnerable, be vulnerable with yourself in that way. Now, if you don't feel like writing, then I would suggest starting a video journal. And I got this idea from Halai, And I'm not sure if you have heard of our episode, we spoke about intuition, probably about two or three months ago. So definitely go check out that episode. She suggests to her audience on Instagram to do video journals. And it kind of sounds what it is. You just video yourself, either through the computer or the phone, and you just talk. You don't really think too much about what you're going to say next or the perfect way to say it, right? You just get everything out of your chest. And in a sense, you are collecting information. You are collecting bits and pieces about yourself along the way. And you can see your progress. You can see your growth throughout this experience. And whenever you do that, emotions may arise. So it even... With both, with both methods, with journaling on a pencil and paper and through the video journal, emotions may arise. And that, being vulnerable with yourself, right? Allowing those emotions to settle up from the surface and come out. And then when you really discover more about yourself, when you understand more about who you are, it'll be that much easier to start putting yourself out there because you are gonna stand strong in your authenticity, in your authentic power. And you're going to show people who you really are. Now, at first, it might feel a, a bit nerve-wracking to really share and open yourself up to other people. But along the way, you are going to feel like, oh, I don't know what has stopped me from doing this in the first place because... I feel like I'm making actual deep connections with other people because your connection with other people can only go so far if you are just talking about the weather or just talking about what you're going to do over the weekend, right? Deep, meaningful connections happen when vulnerability is present. For vulnerability to occur, both people have to have a foundation of trust between each other and when the trust is there it's that much easier to just share your voice voice your needs to meet your person you have to put yourself out there you have to mingle to go and find your fish out in the sea who is going to be that trusted person that you go to right it's so important to have Now, if you feel really, really nervous to put yourself out there right away and you feel like it is way beyond your comfort zone at this moment in time, then maybe go and try Bumble to meet that person. And intimacy doesn't have to be just in terms of a sexual relationship. This can be an intimate friendship as well where you really are, your whole self and you're able to express yourself with this person and you're like the ying to the yang right and y'all y'all's energies just align and you vibe so well you just are like this match made in heaven so to speak a soul sister flame if you will in order to meet those people who are going to have a really big impact on your life Put yourself out there on Bumble or go to a social event, whether that be on meetevents.com. There's a lot of different free events online through that platform or there's paid. You have to either include your zip code or your city and then it filters everything out to the events that are happening in your area during that time frame and just go. And a really good thing about those events is you can pay for them, I think, on a single day basis. So if there's a multi-day event, you don't have to go and spend all your time there. You, you are free to kind of come and go as you please. And if you find that whenever you go to the event and you just feel really awkward and you're not really vibing or clicking with anybody, you're not obligated to go back. You can try out a new event, try out a new opportunity. This is really just an experiment of interacting with other people, seeing who you vibe with and who you click with. People come into our lives in divine timing sometimes, which is just a beautiful thing. Certain people will come into your life in divine timing, in moments where you need them the most. And the universe works in such a beautiful way in that sense. Some people stay in our lives for a short while, some a longer while. Just the fact that we had that opportunity to meet that person and for them to just stay in our lives for that point in time, so grateful for it, right? You've learned from them, they've learned from you. You've built that connection with them. Those connections don't go away. Those memories are going to stay with you and be with you. If you're trying to meet that special person, go and go out for some dates, go on a date with them. It doesn't have to be some fancy smancy restaurant. Maybe you just meet up for a movie or you meet up for a little hike or a stroll in the park. Whatever it is, just kind of get to know them. And just like with any relationship, the conversations may be a bit surface level at first, but then once you start building that level of trust, you're gonna start opening yourself up more. You're gonna open your heart to receiving their love and for you to give your love out and really voice your needs. It's gonna be a lot easier when that trust is built. And then sooner or later you're gonna be, you're gonna share parts of yourself that you may have kept hidden and inside and maybe have never told anybody of. And just the fact that once you release it out, it just makes you feel more connected to them because now they know something about you that is gonna help them understand more about who you are and learn more about yourself, but then you also were brave enough to open yourself up, to be vulnerable, to really have that risk because you don't know how they're gonna respond. You can't control that, right? You kind of take a risk in a sense to continue to give them more information about you. But the more that you do that, the more that you are going to build those meaningful relationships and the less alone that you you feel. Because that's what I was doing. I think whenever I was working from home, I continued to stay at home and find excuses to just stay indoors all day long and not have any social interaction, what I thought I was doing was protecting myself from not being hurt by others and not being hurt by the outside world. But I was actually hurting myself because I was continuing to allow those lonely lonely feelings to stay there and be present, which I honestly didn't like being there. It wasn't aligned to who I truly was. And loneliness isn't who we truly are, right? We are not meant to live our lives feeling lonely. That's not our purpose here on earth. Let's move on to the social slash relational loneliness. How can you navigate this? Well, just like I said before, go to different events. With this one, I'm gonna be more specific because this is more specific to my experience What I did was I downloaded the Bumble app for friends. Now, Bumble has a dating version, a business version, and a friend version. I use the friend version, and what you do is you create your own profile, you share your interests, you share a little bit about who you are, and that person will see your profile, see your pictures, and if they feel like they vibe with you, they'll swipe right. If they don't, they'll swipe left. And if both of you and the other person swipe right, then you will be matched and you have the opportunity to message them and when you start messaging them through the computer i mean on the phone you get a sense of their vibes of their energy and if you feel like you want to take the relationship a bit further you can meet out for coffee or you can go to a hike or go to a park now i suggest with bumble for meeting for the first time because i was super nervous i was like are they really who they say they are i don't really know I suggest meeting in an open public space, maybe that's at a restaurant, going for brunch or going to a park, you know, meeting somewhere out in the open where other people are going to be present in the daytime, right? And then when you feel comfortable after that first meeting, you can even go to their house if they invite you if they want you, or you can invite them over to yours. It's really important too when you're making friends and that sense and building those social interactions to have more than just one person that you can go to because if that one person has plans that that day and you really really need somebody you feel that loneliness start to sink in and you're like oh my gosh I don't want to feel this way I really want to hang out with somebody right now they may not be available. right? So it's really important to have a couple of different friends to lean on besides just one person. Another thing too with Bumble, you'd be surprised by who you meet because most of the time people who are on Bumble, they're probably really open, right? They're willing to take those risks because they're on the app. They're putting themselves out there, and who knows, you might meet your soul sister tribe on the app, and it's super neat because if there are people who connect with other people in your community, like I've had this happen where I am matched with somebody, and I'm also matched with another person, and they've already hung out, and they have hung out with other Bumble friends, then you can just meet up with one person, and they have all these other friends who they've already met through Bumble, and have like a group Bumble meet which would be really neat because then you not only meet that one person that you connected with on Bumble, you connect with all these other different people and you've expanded your network in just one little setting so just try it out and you know if, if this is something that you just feel uh, I, don't know, I don't know I don't know I don't know if you've never tried bumble before, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I've used it for about two years now and I really do enjoy using the app. So if you have any questions, feel free to message me on my Instagram at blissfully.bloom. And this is not sponsored in any way, shape or form. I am just telling you what has worked for me in terms of building my connections Now, according to Brene Brown, you can also feel that collective sense of loneliness. If you feel like the world as a whole doesn't really align with your purpose and share your purpose. So what you can do with this is it's just shifting that mindset around, well, not everybody is going to have the same views as you. Not everybody is going to be the replica of who you are. And in that sense, you are the only you there is, can feel kind of scary. Your uniqueness, your differences can feel a bit scary because then you're like, well, who can I connect with? How can I feel like I am a part of something if I am different? And this is where that shift in perspective can really help because if you, lean into your differences. And if you look at your differences as a way that stands you out from everybody else and that it's actually a good thing because if we were all robots on this planet and we all had the same life experiences and think the same way and do everything because of one single purpose, that would be pretty boring. So we really just have to truly embrace ourselves for who we are and really allow others to shine their light. Imagine you as a droplet, a single rain droplet, but then you are part of the ocean. All of us, all of our droplets create this ocean and we are really all in it together, right? We are all moving through this journey of life together When we support one another despite our differences, despite our views on the world and why we are here on the earth, then that is what is going to decrease those feelings of loneliness that you might feel. Really ground yourself in the idea that if we work together, think about how much change we can bring to this world. Regardless of what our purpose here is on the earth, whether it is similar to yours or not, if we come together and we actually allow ourselves to fulfill our purpose, think about how much of an impact we, ha- we would have on the world, on each other, on generations to come. Because as long as you fulfill your purpose, that is your one job. And hey, if you are that cheerleader for somebody else to encourage them and inspire them to also shine their light, that's amazing too. I hope that y'all learned something from this episode. And as always, screenshot the episode, tag me at blissfully.bloom and share your key takeaway or share any experience you've had with loneliness or moving through feelings of loneliness. And yeah, I will see y'all in the next solo episode. Bye we